Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. 18 years ago, two enterprising young men, namely Mark Stecker and Alon Berman, decided to start their own digital marketing agency. This was the dawn of the Internet age, and both were fascinated by the potential of the emerging new technology. Thus did Firewater come into being. More recently, they started a PR division in order to better help their clients. I'm now joined by co-founder Mark Stecker, together with a newly appointed PR manager, Megan Tyak. Prior to this, Megan was the editor of Caxton Local Media, Joburg North. One of the topics we'll explore is the question of ethical standards in the public relations field. But first, let me welcome you both for um, to the studio, and thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having us. It's a bit of a cold, rainy day, so yeah. I'm sure the traffic <laughs> wasn't amazingly great, or well, in your favour. Not great. I think that's Joburg, eh? Yeah? <laughs> Joburg traffic. Have to get used to us. Mark, you started this company in your parents' home. Yes. What What was the passion that was driving the driving force behind it? Um, at the time, I, I was mainly doing uh, creative work, and I'd built up quite a nice client base through our network, and um, I felt that it was the right time. And uh, we saw an opportunity, and myself and Alon were working together. Uh, he's uh, very technical, and together we were producing some really incredible work at the time, uh, which we were really proud of. I think what we what we really loved is that we could open ourselves or open up businesses um, to unlocking potential digitally. You know, at the time there weren't you know there weren't the tools available. We built a lot of them in the early days, um, and we found that they delivered real results. You know, tangible results. Are we talking kind of websites? And yes. Is that kind of that was the first digital thing, yes. the way to market your company and to get out there? You needed a website. Yes, you needed a website. Most people didn't know what a website was. Yes, or um, how to get things onto yes. it and make it look pretty. Yes, so <laughs> so we would build the websites. We would tell their story or um, explain their business better digitally. Um, it would extend into emailers, so communication to the customers who they traditionally hadn't spoken to in that way. Um, we pioneered different different uh, sort of uh, business tools like uh, e-card systems to monetize and, and do some interesting things around that. Um, yeah, we really, you know, it, it, it was a broad spectrum. It went through to presentations, anything digital. Uh, really, that was always our focus was digital. And Mark, digital has developed so much and yes. so quickly. How do you keep pace with that which is happening? Um, so in our in our business, one of our values is always learning. So we we run a few different workshops um, once a week. You know, one of our staff um, presents the rest of the team something they're interested in. Um, we constantly. You know, we constantly subscribe to a whole bunch of different uh, forums. Um, there's a lot of communi- uh, communication available. We share a hell of a lot. Um, we spend a lot of time online and, uh, you know, looking at what's happening internationally um, as, I, as I sort of, you know, those are the trends that are being set. And, we, you know, we're always interested in clever, clever stuff. So clever campaigns, you know, we're aware of all these things going around us and we make ourselves aware of it all the time. Again, so much is happening all the time. You, we, we being the consumers, rely on you being the uh, 
digital <laughs> organizations to keep us informed on, you know, we, we no longer communicating on websites. We communicate on Twitter and Facebook and, and the new ways of launching a campaign. And, you know, yesterday was very new, but today that's already old fashioned. Um, wh- wh- where do you think we're going in terms of digital? Um, the, the trends, the, the trends kind of are steering towards personalized experiences. Um, I think users are expecting brands, especially to, to understand their needs, to understand them uh, more and more. And they're expecting that when you communicate with them or you engage with them, that it's, it's relevant. Um, and it's relevant down to the user's uh, behaviors or the user's preferences. Um, so websites are, are headed that way. Um, that's something called personalization. Mm. Um, the same way you have geolocation, all of that. And all the communications are actually changing. You know, we have the stats. We have the information available. It's up to digital marketing agencies like ourselves to educate our customers. And that's a big part of our business. It is a big part because you're dealing with people coming in that are new or you're dealing with people kind of who are older and the adjustment can be quite difficult. Um, and afraid. Yes. And we, so. <laughs> so yes, so, that's so, exactly it. So one of, one of the, one of the big things that we, we pushing and there's a new initiative that we, we implementing. Um, there are workshops that we are holding where we're removing barriers. Um, the idea is to educate, to educate marketers, uh, to educate different people, communications people in businesses. Um, so that they're no longer afraid, that they see digital as an opportunity. You know, once you understand something, you should, in theory, start Crazy. using it. The truth is more and more people are, are, being, are being born into a digital world. So kind of the younger generation have absolutely no problem. They, you know, um, no, you no, 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 they definitely do. Um, I, I watch my kids. I mean, I watch my six-year-old and, and my two-year-old all the time, you know, on YouTube, how they consume content. Yes. You know, it, it teaches me a few things yes. every day. Um, their, ex- their expectations are higher. So yeah. the brands need to kind of level up at the same same expectation. I think that's difficult because most brands, you know, they are led um, by older generation. And uh, that's why I believe that, you know, at the top, digital starts from the top. You know, the founders of the businesses, the decision makers of the business across the board need to be digitally led. They need to understand digital and they need to understand the opportunities. Um, we find that as a barrier, you know, when we come in and we engage. But part of our, our engagement is education. So with education, let's bring Megan in here, is you're talking about brands and getting your brand out there. And obviously along with brand portrayal comes reputation management and public relations. Megan, how, how was the transition for you from being a journalist uh, to being doing PR? It's a big mindset change, I must say. It's uh, being a journalist and talking to people and their stories. It it was lovely and the the breaking news aspect and that buzz. Um, going in and now talking to a business and how you can help that business change and evolve and to tell that story. It is quite magical, but it was a a massive mindset change that you've got to sort of go under. And I know I was busy talking to one of my PR friends and she was saying to me, you're going to have to have your own little workshop to how to get into. So we do digital and PR therapy. (laughs) Um, And she was joking with me saying, I need to do my own little PR therapy session where I can change my own mindset. Um, It's been exciting. It's been, it's been a long, well, it's only been three weeks, but it's been three weeks (laughs) of a lot of learning and a lot of really understanding it. And, I think with what I said to Mark was when he interviewed me was I know I know the public relations people that I've been dealing with as an editor of the local paper for the last seven years 
and I know what they do that frustrates me and I know, I know what not to do. Um, and I think public relations is changing and evolving as quickly as digital is. What used to be acceptable five years ago is no longer acceptable. And a lot of those public relations firms haven't adapted and haven't changed. And to have somebody come in from the beginning and almost relearn everything and knowing how journalists think and how they operate, you can sort of custom make your story and your pitch to suit that journalist. That's the way it should be. I'm very curious to know the kinds of things that did irritate. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. I'm talking to Mark Sketcher. And Stecker, I apologize, I'm getting dyslexic here. And Megan Tag, am I pronouncing that correctly? Absolutely. Um, who are from Firewater, which is a digital agency, and increasingly so PR. Um, we were talking about things that irritated you when you were a journalist from PR side that will mm-hmm. help you ensure that you're not on that side. Can you just mention out of curiosity one or two of those things? I think it's exactly what Mark was saying earlier about the personalization. It's the knowing who that journalist is and what sort of stories they're interested in and what sort of stories that publication is interested in. And so often we would get, I mean, when I was the editor, we were getting, me alone, I was probably getting about 500 emails a day. And most of those emails were, Hi there, we have something interesting that might interest your publication. And they don't know who they're talking to. Yeah. They, I mean, with the local papers, we are very, very niche in what we mm. do. And they would be pitching this national campaign to the Four Ways Review or yeah. the Northeastern Tribune, which it's, it's not like that. You need to be personal these days. You have to. You have to know that my name is Megan and that I work for the Four Ways Review and this is the story that I'm interested in. Um and PR companies, a lot of them don't. They they do this trick where they will blind copy every single organization or newspaper into it. So it looks like it's coming from them, but there's thousands of journalists that they're speaking to. And it's really is one of those you look at it and before you even know what the email's about, you've shoved it yeah. away and you're not interested. Megan, coming from a journalistic background, uh, journalism is, uh, uh, well, I won't say it's regulated. There yes. are checks and balances, and the role of a journalist is to provide factual, accurate, and balanced news. Mm. The role of a PR company or a similar, mm-hmm. when you're t- talking about developing brands, are there any expected ethical standards? Absolutely. So just with journalism, we subscribe to the press council, and that is the press ombudsman. And you are regulated through that. You don't have to be. So you can have a newspaper that starts up that sort of writes what they want to write and, you know, they're a law unto themselves. And it's the same with public public relations. So you can start up a public relations firm and do whatever you want to do and not really be held accountable. Or you can be a member of PRISA, which is our regulatory body. There are standards and ethics and guidelines that you do subscribe to and you do follow just as you would as a journalist, um, as a journalist, you don't have to subscribe. It's the right thing to do. With a public relations firm, again, it's the right thing to do. Because I think the Bell Pottinger scenario debacle <laughs> kind of did highlight how far you can go. And when you talk about promoting brands, everybody makes a mistake at some point. Mm. You know, every organization ultimately says or has somebody in the, you know, we read all the time about so-and-so had a tweet on it from a member of the 
and sometimes it's legitimate and sometimes it's not. What is your advice to your clients in terms of, okay, you've made a mistake, what now? I think we were actually talking about this in the car on the way here, so it's so interesting that you asked. I think one of the things that so many companies make and their mistakes is they believe that they can handle the situation by themselves. Um, and a lot of the time you can't. You're not objective Why if you not? are the company handling it. You you don't have that where you take a step back and look at the situation and say, okay, this is how we should deal with it or this is what we should be doing. If it is as far as Bal Pottinger was, they should have hired their own external PR firm to help them. They weren't objective in their rationale and their reasoning, and they really needed to be. And I think that's one of the biggest things is you need to have that objective person sit there and guide you. Um, public relations, you should be the conscious of that organization. Um, and you can't really always be when they're paying your salary. Mark, a lot of your clients are, they're, they're not all, they just want to help promote their own brand. They just want yes. to help their brand get noticed above others. So it's not always reputation, crisis, management. What would you advise? If you had to give one piece of advice, just only because we've run out of time, um, what one digital technique could somebody use to make themselves one step better? Um, just think about what your, the people that you're trying to engage want. You know, think about your customers, think about uh, your, you know, your employees, just think about whoever you're engaging with as a brand and uh, make sure that you communicate in the right way. With the, with the relevant information, um, and, and then a, with a set of ethics. So your, your Be company ethical. definitely subscribes to definitely. ethical. So I know we don't have more time and I'm sure people would like to know a lot more about how they can improve their digital <laughs> footprint. Um, are there any details you'd like to give out? Um, they can have a look at our website, um, firewater.net. Uh, alternatively call our office on 011-262-6056. Uh, find us online. We're there. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Probably, we'll be, you'll know who to tweet and when and how sure. to ensure that that message comes across nice and clearly. Which one? Uh, at FM, huh? Yes. At SHAVD. Those are your Twitter handles. Definitely. Just on your way out. But thank you to both of you for coming. <laughs> thank in. you so much. And uh, I appreciate the discussion. Thank you so That's much. Wonderful.